Well, I'm excited to be here with uh, Terry McManus and Lou Everett from the Lou Everett Group. We are going to talk about something that's very important, whether we're in some kind of a recovery crisis. It, does, it almost doesn't matter, does it? It's leaders need to do things every day to make sure that they have this self-checkup, and it really helps when people like you're involved. But what are the six things leaders need to do every day? Let's start, I guess, with intros by you all, and maybe number one. Yeah, sure. You want to go ahead and start with the introduction? Sure. Um, my name is Sherry McManus, and this is Lou Everett. We are the Lou Everett Group, and we are executive leadership development trainers, speakers, and coaches. Mm -hmm. We are John Maxwell certified, so that is our foundation, but we have other great uh, inspirations and influences such as Brian Tracy, Zig Ziglar, Tony Robbins, just to name a few. Mm -hmm. So uh, we love personal development and we really train leaders to train leaders. Mm -hmm. That is our passion and that is uh, what, what we love to do. Yeah. Uh, and I'll just capitalize on that, that you know, we, we have a combined almost 50 years experience in, in management, executive leadership development, personal development. Uh, and, and, uh, but that's, you know, sometimes experience is good, but what kind of experience is what's important. And fortunately for me uh, and for Sherry, we, we kind of go back to quite a few years when we were uh, being developed by leaders uh, that were successful. Uh, because of their influence, positive influence on people like John Maxwell. Uh, so we're glad to be here. Thank you for having us, John. Well, I'm excited. What What do we need to do as every day as leaders? You know, it's, we've got the title maybe, or or someone's promoted us, or we're in a position, you know, where we're influencing others. I mean, even if you don't have the title or feel like you're a leader, um, some of these principles do apply, don't they? They do. And, and, you're, and you make a very valid point, John. Just because you don't have the title doesn't mean you're not a leader. We're all leader in our own way. We all have a voice. And, and that's really the important piece here. However, it's also extremely important for those that are, are in a position of a leadership role that our role as leaders is to be that voice and to train other leaders, as Sherry said. But we cannot do that unless we lead ourselves. Right? You, to grow yourself, you have to know yourself. And you can't know yourself unless you're introspective. You're constantly growing because you cannot expect those that you lead to grow if you're not growing. So what I would like to do is kind of go over it. So if it's okay with you, John, there are six things I believe a leader should do every single day. And it's, and it's listed down uh, in six things, starting with the letter L, ending with the letter R, that spells leader. Okay? Great. Awesome. Very good. So, so, the, so number one, the first thing you need to do as a leader is learn every day. Okay? Uh, as you go about your you know, everyday life, and as you go about your business, you need to look for ways to learn. Like whether it's uh, whether you're observing or, or whether you're reading or whether you're training, learn. Now, I'm not just saying uh, read. I'm not just saying uh, you know observe. I'm saying learning. It's one thing to read something; it's another thing to learn about it. Right? Find ways to put it into practice. So that, that's number one. L. Learn every day. The second thing we need to do as leaders every single day is experience every day. And when I say experience, you see, once you, you've now learned it, put it into practice. You know, experience the outcomes uh, and influence that it has on other people because you've learned it. And you're exposing that to other people. 
Now you're experiencing what that exposure, that influence has on them. What's, yeah. uh, what's an example of maybe from your clients or situations where it sounds like good in concept, but gosh, learning something new every day, that's, that's a big challenge, but it probably, it could become a habit. I'd like to have more of that habit. Sometimes we, we just muscle through a week and it's, I don't know if we've learned anything. We've experienced, mm -hmm. we've fought fires, but right. you're talking about really, Terry and Lou, like intentionally learning and then experiencing. Can you give me some an right. example of that? Yeah. Something that, that is important, Sherry does something uh, that, that helps us out uh, together uh, as well on a business and helps her out per, uh, personally. Um, and that's and after the day is done or the very first morning, but usually like the day is done, she does a reflection. You want to explain what you do yeah, on the reflection piece? Yeah, I was going to say piece? that. Thanks. Yes. Um, so we need to be intentional. And something that I've uh, learned as we're talking about learning, then the next is to apply it. You can learn all you want, but you have to apply it. So what I did, I applied it from the first of the year is learn about reflection. And it doesn't have to be long. It doesn't have to be even, you know, uh, um, you know, complete sentences if you don't, because it's really for you. So you can reflect on your day and then you can reflect as each day goes by, by the week and by the end of the year in theory, which is my, what um, the bigger vision is, is at the end of the year, I can go through each one of those days and really pinpoint going, wow, I forgot I did that. Or, wow, I really learned this or that. So there's two questions that I usually have on the top of my Word document. You can write it on a piece of paper or I do it a Word document. And it's just, who did I give value to and who can I give value to? And also, I should add another one here, is what are the wins and what are the opportunities? Yeah. So when you look at those and you, add, and you really contemplate those questions, like, okay, what, what was a win today? Or... What was not a win today, but was still an opportunity. So it, it's the questions that makes you, your mind think differently to really reflect on your day, um, to find out, you know, what you learned, even if it's just something small. Maybe there, you know, I, I've had tons of opportunities where I'm like, wow, I'm like, I had a lot of wins today. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and what can I do to prepare the next day? So it's very important to be intentional, have a reflection. If it's something, you know, just a little bit, and it will pay off in the end. Yeah, it's daily, uh, and that's important. And what what did you learn that day? What did you what did you apply that you learned that day? That daily reflection. And we're all busy, you know. As leaders, we're busy, uh, but you need to take time. We all have twenty four hours in a day. If it means getting up an hour early to do it or staying up an hour later, uh, it's going to impact and influence you because it's going to influence other people. Um, and there's some other of the steps that we're going to go over that will help you with this too. I, I like this too because it's it's it puts you in a position where you, where you feel like, well, I just got through that day, you know, just go home, do what, do what I need to do. I've got three things to get at the grocery store, or, I mean, just the stress that we're under and, and you, you don't, you don't reflect at all. You just mo you just kind of motor in and then people have kind of an idea, like, can I just get to Friday or Thursday? Yeah. I mean, we get, we all get in that, yeah. you know, leaders yeah. too, probably, it's because of the rush of things and the demands on them. But you're saying to almost take that peaceful time and, mm -hmm. and be open-minded to what you might learn, what you've right. learned and, and how you've applied it. And then it, 
when you can be intentional. So can you tell me the difference between sort of the being intentional and then just, it seems like you want us to still go through the discovery. You're, you don't want us to kind of go, I'm going to learn this, I'm going to apply this and force it. You want right. some discovery there too, don't you? That's exactly right. And that leans us right into the, the third, that third thing we need to do every day. And that is apply, apply every day. Uh, you know, so you take what you've learned in experience, right? In those first two, then you apply what worked and made a difference in other people. And you cannot apply what worked if you don't know what worked without the reflection, right? We, we can't just throw spaghetti against the wall and hope that it sticks, okay? We can't do that. We, we, because we, we try, because we come, as leaders, sometimes we get in that, in that habit of, of response as opposed to, like you said, John, being intentional about uh, being very specific on how we apply what we've learned. And you're, you're really advocating, advocating bringing people into this and mm -hmm. the impact of people. I know that's the Maxwell training and what you see every day when you coach business people in this, but just that it's not just me to learn, but as leaders, you're saying have a mindset of the impact on others Make that a part of your reflection or those questions, as you say, Sherry, at the top of the page. That's yeah, yeah, because you see, influence is about people. It's not about position. You know, what's the purpose of being a leader without people? And 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 you you know, are you really going to be in that in that role as a leader your entire life? Probably not. So what you need to do is mold other people. And if you want, if you want production, and every leader wants production, every leader wants their team to just be cohesive, and just to do things to for the betterment not just of of the company, but for the betterment of the team. And you can't do that if you aren't being that example. And we're not just saying talk the example, right? Because there's a big difference between a pretender and a and a player when it comes to a leader. Uh, and so these six steps are going to determine whether you're a pretender or you're a player. Got it. What's next on the agenda? I'm eager to hear. Yeah, sure. So we went, we went, we talked about learn, experience, apply. So now after we've learned apply, the fourth step is to develop. Develop yourself and of course others every day. Uh, so through the application of everything that you've learned, what you've experienced, Continually find ways now to develop other people that are around you and those that you lead. See, I add in others around you and those that you lead. We don't believe that a leader could ever leave out people that are around them just because you don't lead them. Because there's going to be a time in our career and in our life where our voice is, is going to be needing to be heard that's going to impact and influence the masses for the betterment and better, uh, betterment of other people. And we, we have to develop that type of a rapport. So developing ourselves comes first. Cannot lead others if you don't lead yourself. Uh, how have you seen this in action? Like, what are, what are we doing uh, now? We're just being less intentional and we're just getting through the day. And, and you know, how, how has this impacted the businesses that you see when they make a more conscientious effort to kind of bring these things to the forefront? 
from small business to maybe departments at companies. How can this help us if we can change to more of a leadership development at others daily mindset? Yeah, that's a good question, John. And more leaders need to ask that question. How can it help us? Uh, I'll give you a couple of very specific examples. We, we work with uh, a small um, entrepreneur who started off as a, as a solo, uh, solo outfit. Uh, she came to us and of course, we're gonna work with her. We're not, you know, we're gonna help anybody we can. Uh, and she had, had, she had four clients. She started, she started real small. And she's like, but it's getting real busy and I need another person. I don't know what I'm gonna do. I can't even afford to pay myself. You know, that, that conundrum mm -hmm. of building a business. And so uh, we began to work with her. She invested in herself and partnered with us. And we began to create this plan for her. So she learned every day, experienced every day, applied every day. Because, you know, she's going to be a leader. She's going to be a leader in her business. She's also going to lead other people when she starts bringing that other person in. When she started, she brought in the other person that she needed, even though she wasn't sure. She was, that, 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 she was a little uh, afraid about that, a little timid. But she brought her in. And here we are. Uh, under a year later, she's got 15 clients, 15 clients. I think she ended up with 15 clients within, I think, a six-month period of time. Uh, and she has grown enormously. And, now, of course, now we're continuing our relationship with her. She's got an employee. We walk her through how to develop her employee. But she realizes now she needs to develop herself. And it's now she's beginning to, we're moving on to bigger things now when it comes to her and her business as opposed to developing her staff because now she's figuring that piece out. So that's one success story on a small business scale, actually even bigger scale than that. We, we're very fortunate to have very, very strong, successful coaches and leaders in this industry. We feel we need them in order for us to sign up foresee what needs to happen, what we can provide and support other people. And even in, in, the, in the, con the, the conversation about this pandemic is going to continue on for years. But prior to us being secluded in our homes and, and all of these demands happening for the safety of people, we foresee it, we foresee it coming. We, we knew that that was coming. We could tell. And the only way we could tell was because we developed ourselves by staying close to the fire of leaders who were influential and that their purpose is to serve other people. So we learned from them. So we knew that it was approaching. So we said, we've got to figure out a way to put something together that's going to help out people understand and kind of clarify confusion. And we developed a program called Five Steps to Move from Confusion to Clarity solely because of that situation to give back. We have been teaching and speaking, not even charging on this, and it has been impacting other people, influencing them in their business. You see, that is what it's about. Because what's, what happens now is we get people coming to us and say, can you talk about this again? Can you help us through this process? So you're not just, how, you know, well, well, yeah, it helps build our business. But in all actuality, as we're saying, we're developing other people, not just ourselves. As we develop, we're giving it back. That's a huge, huge thing for leaders today that, to remember. I hope so that answered your question. So leaders, leaders can do the same thing. And where it's, it could be... Uh, peripheral business, it could be something that isn't a direct impact, thinking that big, influencing mm -hmm. and developing others around them, um, sometimes regardless of whether it initially benefits you is, is what you're saying is actually uh, a principle that 
a day, almost a daily principle that could help you in your business and you'll see tangible results, but you might not see it in real time right there. That's right. Yeah, like yeah. Sherry said, uh, one of the questions is to, what did I do today to add value to other people? That's, that's to be the number one question as a leader. These are big challenges. I think we're up for them. What's the next, next, I think we're at E. Yeah, we are, we're at E. So the next one is evaluate every day, which kind of fits right into what we're talking about here. Evaluate every day. So through your development as a leader, right? And, and, and you have to evaluate the real impact that you're having on other people and the effectiveness that your influence has on other people. You notice I say influence because that's what it is uh, and what it has on other people and make, and make adjustments, like yeah, switch it around, change it up wherever it's needed. You know, and, and here's, here's, a, here's a big part of this, John. And you can't evaluate every day uh, intentionally without putting our ego aside. Mm. The unfortunate part about positional leadership is the ego. We, we get into position and we feel we, 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 we know what we need to do w without evaluating it. And if we really put the ego aside, open up our mind to be fully aware of other people, we'll realize that we cannot lead without them. And we need to develop them. And as leaders, we need to evaluate ourselves so that we can lead them more effectively because we want to go along with them, right? I mean, that's really where we're at. We, we, need to put, we need to throw away the old playbook. The old corporate playbook is not working, hasn't worked for a long time. And I think we're, some are finally realizing this, you know? I mean, look at some of these millennial startups are just, they're, they're proof of it. They're proof of it. So um, evaluate every day. That's great. That's this, this is really important. How important is learning some of these things right now where we, maybe we have time to, to buckle down and change things? Are, and, and are you saying leaders can get better? They don't have to just be, well, I'm, I've been this way for years, I can't change. I mean, that's not a healthy point of view, but you're saying if leaders will take on and adopt these things, they really can change. They can, you can literally see it impacting people's businesses, like you said, with your example, but how important is that? Huh. Huge. Yeah, Did you want yeah. to talk on that at well, all? Well, you know, and that's, that's the funny part where there is, there are organizations out there where they don't want to change. And that's, and the reason why they don't want to change is because it's fear. It's fear of the unknown. But see, here's the famous quote that we all know, you know, nothing, nothing happens in fear and then in our comfort zone right? Everybody gets comfortable and it's like, well, we've always done it that way. Yeah. But that doesn't mean it works. <laughs> it doesn't work. It may work then, but it doesn't work now. So when you go past that fear barrier, then there's greatness, but we forget that. And that's where our ego comes in. That's where our comfort zone comes. In. But when you go past that fear barrier, there's so much that is possible. And then you worry, and then you look back, if you reflect going, wow, that wasn't so scary. <laughs> if you think of a time that it was a painful situation and you had to pivot or you had to push your fear, then you reflect on it going, why did I wait so long? If you really take that point into any part of your life, but especially as a leader and people are looking to you, you really have to more of that awareness more than ever. So that's, yeah. that's huge. You know, you'll always get what you've always got if you always do, you'll, you'll, if you do what you've always done, you'll always get what you've always got. 
right? I mean, so so the the one of the heavy responsibilities as a leader is pivoting when it's pivotal. And so we need to know when that when to pivot before anybody else can see it. And we're never gonna be able to see that if if we're not following these steps, if we're not evaluating every day and understanding we need to make the change. We need to make a transition. And this is what distinguishes the difference between a positional leader and a leader that is that is trying to use their influence on purpose, right? They're, they're an influential leader. The positional leader will look at and evaluate their, their business perspective only. It's important. But to look at the business perspective, well, if I don't do this, we're not going to make money. Or if I do this, we're going to have to spend money. Whereas an influential leader says, what is the impact on my teams if I was to take this pivot? Is it going to positively influence them? Is it going to change the trajectory of our business at the same time? Evaluating means inclusive as an influential leader. Big difference. We, we got to be careful, John, nowadays, right now, in this specific moment, to be an instant leader, right? We live in an instant world. Minute rice, <laughs> microwave popcorn, instant coffee. We want to go and get our iPod out and get our song immediately instead of having to go to a record store. I mean, this is what we live in today. But, uh, but what, we, what I project to you is that we need to stop becoming, we need to stop being a microwave leader. We got to look at those, those that are at that top, the 8% of those that are successful. The 92 that aren't, obviously aren't doing it right. The 8% that are successful, what are they doing different? Well, they're not microwave leaders. They prefer the crockpot method, if you will, right? That slow, methodic brew to understand that when it's complete, Every, everyone else around them can now be impacted by its aroma. And then they can sit at the table and eat of their own creation. So it's, it's a just because it's instant does not mean that it's a solution. It means you're being reactive, but it doesn't mean it's a solution if you don't actually try to think about other people and how it impacts the rest of those around you. Well, it's, I'm in a business and I can relate to this because a lot of times I'm seeing people, whether it's corporate outplacement or, or someone elects to come in and get some help with their career re reinvention is they're not, if they've done it of their own or they've, a company downsizes, a lot of times, you know, at least their reason is just poor leadership, lack of insight, lack of leadership. Sometimes it's pure economic. Other times it's like, I knew this wasn't going to last because of how we were responding and reacting and how I was being led and I, or as some some of them were just frustrated you know I wasn't able to be that inspirational leader I wanted to be so I see the impact of this all the time it, it might not be in the headlines and even companies who have hacked and you know made their profits sometimes it, the lack of leadership is hidden so these daily habits are so important thanks for sharing them with us what's our yeah, well, uh, R is actually probably the most difficult one, John. And that is we need to repeat all the other ones above every day. We need to learn. We need to experience. We need to apply. We need to develop. 
and evaluate repeatedly every day, not just once, but repeatedly throughout the day. See, leadership is not born. We have this mentality that, you're, that people are born a leader. We may have some personality traits that could help us become a good leader, but leadership is learned and practiced. So a good example of this, right, kind of going back to what you were saying on the evaluate side and, and, and what you've noticed of those that said, I didn't have enough, they didn't give me the opportunity to really impact my teams and really show a difference and all these other leadership challenges of upper level leadership, which unfortunately is that positional style, maybe because of the internal leadership culture, perhaps. But see, the challenge is we, we tend to promote and move people into leadership roles based on their performance, not based upon their leadership skills. Mm. Now, they're good performers, but what if they're just not good at the leadership? And not only that, they could be, but so what's your leadership training plan? I, I experienced that with early yeah. on in my career. Lots sure of trial by fire. <laughs> yeah, all the time. All the time. And, yeah. and, you know, luckily I had some skills innately but I did not, I mean, knowing what I know now, I wish I developed myself even more because mm -hmm. I probably could have influenced a lot more on, on, on a better level. Like knowing what we know now, right? Yeah, hindsight. Knowing, right, right. Hindsight's <laughs> twenty twenty. But I did experience that quite a bit. We're just like, well, here's your position. Have fun. And then you have to pick up the pieces yeah. to fill in the blanks of your own book. Yeah, and you create your own rule book without really knowing what, what, yeah. what to write. And that's yeah. the biggest challenge, you know? And, <laughs> and, and that's leaders have to look at it that way. You know, you, you, as, a, as a leader, you want to develop people. See, if you follow these, these six things every day, you're going to look and say, okay, that's really a high performer. Let's, let's now do intentionally. Let's intentionally try to experience the, the uh, application of what it is that we're applying with this person. Do they have the ability to, to be a leader, to learn to be a leader, to practice and to fail uh, and be okay with failure? And, and that's just the process and the burden of being a leader. What are you training them on? What, what is your leadership book? That's the question. And I have worked with several. I have been from uh, midline, frontline manager, to mid-level management, to executive level management, and every single company I've ever worked for. Uh, and I, there's one that had leadership development training, and it was a two-month process. And that was just the start, because then I had to have coaching every month for a period of time. That was highly effective. And that is really what that changed my and pivoted my full idea of what leadership truly is about. Do you, but that's one out of hundred. If you really want to have some good, successful succession planning in your company, when your CEO is retired or God forbid something happens, what leadership, who, what leader is going to be able to take that ship and roll with it with the team that's in, that's in place. I, I worked for a company real quick. I worked for a company, and every, every year, uh, they, they go, the entire leadership team, the entire leadership team, upper-level leadership team, uh, goes away for a retreat, all of them. They take planes, they go wherever they're going to go, and that's great. You, I, 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 I was, I've been on, I love them. Here's the problem with that. If you have, at the, the problem was they really didn't have succession, they don't have succession planning in place. So if something ever, God forbid, happened to all of them while they're at sea on a cruise, what, you, you know what's going to happen, right? 
the, the CEO's, somebody in the CEO's family or a family member is going to try to take over, run the ship that has no idea what's happening. So this is a nightmare for, for someone who owns their business. You've got to begin to think and evaluate what it is that's going to happen when it's our time to depart. Because our time's going to come, even if, it's, even if you own the business. Okay, there's going to be a time when you want to depart. So we got to plan this. We've got to work with our leaders. We've got to develop people so effectively that your core values and how you treat and manage and serve your employees match. <laughs> That's what we got to do. All right, this is good stuff. It really is because I like the encouragement that we can do this on a daily basis. We can change really on a daily basis. It would help to have someone overlooking because left to our own accord, I know how I am, you kind of get into your old habits. You know, mm -hmm. pressure's on, got to perform, got to get that next deal, whatever it is. I know mm -hmm. how we get caught up in that. But, you mm -hmm. know, in my experience through the military, through academia, through owning my own business, I mean, these are, th this is really sound stuff and important stuff. And, and I really like the fact that you pointed out, this is a tough, sometimes you got to get tough, and I know you, are, you all are able to do this, is that leadership just isn't about the numbers always. Mm -hmm. I mean, yes, it is. Look at the bottom line. The bottom line's everything. There's that kind of mentality. I don't care what the slogans are on the website, but you really pointed out something critical was you're evaluating leaders on, on other things other than just the numbers for this week or this month or this quarter. And and right. the impact you're having on others, that long-term crockpot mentality that you right. talked about. I'm going to leave you with the last words, but I'm kind of motivated to get things going and, and you know, make sure I'm, I'm following some of these principles this week. And because I think it's very important for business, for people's peace of mind, and even really, you know, I'm sure when you go to sleep, you sleep a lot better too, knowing that, hey, I'm mm -hmm. every single day I'm trying to develop others and, and do this leader mentality. So thanks so much for sharing that today. I'm going to let Lou and Sherry finish out and uh, we'll wrap up. You know, thanks, John. And uh, I'll start. And then, uh, so I, it's, it's important for us as leaders to, to, to understand that if you're not willing to take the responsibility, not just to do what you're, what you've been trained in is in your role and you are a high performer and you've moved into that role or whatever the case may be. And you're focused on the bottom line. That's important. You know, we, we have, we have to focus on the overall big picture of a business. That is our big responsibility as a leader. But, but we have to understand that we need the people to help us do it. That's, that's the piece. If they weren't there, you couldn't get it done. You just, just ask anyone who has a pivotal person on their team, submit themselves, submit a resignation. All of a sudden, you know, we've all know what that feels like as a leader, right? You get hot flashes all of a sudden. You're like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? Well, just imagine that. Every single time you're making a decision, imagine that feeling, and you're gonna and you're gonna re, you're gonna relook at things. Okay, you're you, you the people that are around you is what guides is what's that that who drives the ship. All you're doing is 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 kind of saying this is the direction. This is the direction. If you're not willing as a leader to take on that responsibility, you're not ready to be a leader. If you're not willing to take on the responsibility and that burden of influencing other people and realizing the impact and the consequences of that, you're not ready to be a leader. And you shouldn't be one. But if you are there and you're like, man, I need to learn a lot more about this, and you're actually intentionally following this six steps, now you're learning. 
Now you're growing. That is what leaders do. If you're not willing to make that pivot and that adjustment and admit, man, I'm just terrible at this. I got to learn it. That's when you're ready to be a leader. Because just because you're a leader doesn't mean you know everything. Matter of fact, you're going to fail more than you're successful. But it's a matter of what. Just today, we we posted out something about that. Is mistakes? Are you making enough mistakes? Are you making enough mistakes? <laughs> if you're, you know, if you don't think you're making enough, if you're not, you know making mistakes, then reevaluate because you learn from those. And as a leader, that is part of our burden. So take that burden very, very, uh, you know, um, take it to heart. Because that burden, not just on your business, but the burdens also with other people. You're responsible for them. And by following these six steps intentionally, you're going to learn a lot about yourself, which is also going to have to learn a lot about other people. And I'm only going to add one short thing. Uh, is the fact that we can, now that we've learned this or, or, or actually listened to this, my, my two senses that it's hard as an individual to really apply and to keep it intentional. So the answer to that is accountability. And that's a whole nother topic that I strongly encourage that we talk again. <laughs> but I'm just going to throw that out there is because accountability is where it's at. You really want to be a leader and you really want to apply something and being intentional. It's hard to do it on their own. And that's okay. And that's where the people come in. And that's okay. So accountability is what's really going to keep you on track. Yep. And that's where we come in. And that's where we can come in. Uh, where we, <laughs> or people, if it's not yeah, us, somebody. Somebody. You know, anybody. A coworker yeah. or but we offer leader. that. So other, and a lot of other good people yeah. do it too. Well, people, um, but that accountability is important. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you all. Just they can, people can find the Lou Everett group by Googling you guys, right? And, yep. Uh, Google us, the Lou Everett group or loueverettgroup.com. Awesome. This has been great. We do need accountability, so we'll come back and talk about that next time. And But thanks for uh, getting us rocking and rolling, and I'm really excited about uh, applying these. And then I'm going to be back at you saying, hey, here's how I'm doing, which uh, you help others do. So thanks, Jerry and Lou. Appreciate you very much, and talk to you really soon. You're very welcome. welcome. Thanks for having us, John.